Yes, I wish you could just shut your big yapper. Now it's time for a long walk to Cleveland with Rudy Povich. Good luck finding a DJ who can move and shake like this. On Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and every morning live on Instagram. That shit sounds pretty good on blow. Mixed with tequila and wine. On an empty stomach. Yeah, what is happening, everybody? Thank you so much for joining me on a long walk to Cleveland. My name is Rudy Povich. Find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. Every single day at 9.45 a.m. It goes live on Instagram. At Rudy underscore Povich. Tara, I finally got your name right. (laughs) Silly of me. Just pronounce it the way it's spelled. Who does that? Uh, Also, what's up to Scooter? Good morning to you. What's up, Amanda? Uh, Bella, uh, Sally, hi. Nice to see you. What's up, Kim? Uh, first and foremost, thank you to everybody who came out on Friday night. What an amazing show we had over at the Hogs Breath on uh, Friday. show got going around 8 o'clock. Uh, we figured, like, we would know by 8.04 if this was a good idea or not. And, boy, by the time we walked out of there at 10 p.m., it was lights out, man. Just gangbusters. Great show all the way around. Everybody, I'm so glad that Rebecca came out and everybody who was there was so it was a ton of fun. Great crowd, a lot of good energy. Uh, Scooter, who was there, said so much fun. Yeah, it was. Lynn as well. Dude, that whole table filled with everybody who listens to A Long Walk to Cleveland. So thank you guys for coming out. We really did have a good time. Uh, the bar was incredibly happy with uh, the performances and Tommy Thompson just lit that place up. I was glad that uh, we had uh, Rebecca Wilson get up and do a do a uh, a guest set because that gal first off she's goddamn hilarious and then secondly it was just a room full and when we got there andrew uh andrew wegleitner who's uh our feature act was like dude there's a lot of ladies in here tonight and i'm like yeah it's a good thing rebecca's here and she just crushed man crushed uh also thank you to everybody who what's up with everybody in the goddamn kamikaze shots huh jesus I haven't had that much. I swear to God, I haven't had that much sugar since like Halloween of 1997. Holy shit. I'm just one after another. <laughs> that was lights out, man. It was gangbusters. I'm glad that uh, it all went down the way it did. Everybody was having a good time, drinking them back, uh, buying shots for one another. Tables were full. Almost every reservation got uh Got taken. So, yeah. So thank you guys very much for coming out. That was a uh, that was a fun show. Uh, Next show going to be out this Friday night at Hugo's Comedy Cellar in St. Paul. Limited amount of tickets. I think they only sell like 20 tickets for the entire thing. It's pretty exclusive. Uh, Fun time. Everybody is a ton of fun. That's on that show. I'll get you some more info. Probably put it up tomorrow and uh, get a uh, a promo video working for it. Lynn, LOL, you bought the round for our table. So it's your fault. I just said. Uh, all I said was, listen, uh, I just want to buy that table a drink. I said, I want to buy everybody, whatever they're drinking, I'll just, I'll pay for their drinks. And the bartender or the the waitress who was helping me said, well, I don't know what everybody's drinking. I said, well, just whatever they got, just add one more on. And she goes, if you really want to make it easy, how about I just get a round of kamikazes? And I was like, all right, well, I just fuck it. You know, like that's easy. So next thing you know, man, we got 10 kamikaze shots. The waitress throws one my way. I pound one back. Then Danielle and her friend buy me another one. Christ, man, between that and the vodka sodas and, you know, the extra shots towards the end of the night, I was like, dude, it was kind of one of those nights you start driving home and you get about three quarters of the way there and you're like, it's bedtime. It's bedtime. 
As soon as we walk in, we're going right to bed. There's going to be no hanging out, watching TV. Even if I wanted to, I don't think I'm going to last. I am falling asleep the second I get home. So, yeah, it was a uh, that night was a blast, man. That was a lot of fun. Hot damn. Also, November 18th, going to be at Jokers in Grantsburg, Wisconsin with my buddy Jim Norder. And then the 19th and 20th at uh, Creek and Cave in Austin, Texas. It's going to be a good time. What's up, Mary? How are you guys? Yeah, really do think. Uh, I seriously do appreciate everybody coming out. Uh, Lynn, and the cherry bomb shots at the end of the night, all for Mira. Ah, <laughs> Scooter, I slept in the car? You slept in the goddamn... Whoa. All right. Dude, you... All right. I guess the bar has been set for a show to sleep in the car afterwards. I haven't done that. I mean, dude, that's been like lacrosse, Wisconsin days, you know, slept in the car. Oh, dude, you're one of us. You are one of us. (laughs) Oh, hubby drove home. Yeah, I suppose. Okay. You fell asleep in the car. I thought you pulled into the driveway and then just like, fuck it. This is where we're at. I'm not getting up. I'm not going any further than this, which is, that's a good move too. I'm okay with that. I mean, I don't think you should make it a habit, but if you're, hey man, sometimes the world is your bed. And it's a, I used to take a lot of shit for it because I fall asleep everywhere, constantly. doesn't matter where I'm at. I've done it in the middle of concerts, comedy shows, do it while watching TV, been in the middle of the hibbity-bibbity, just, that's it, I'm done. I'm done. Uh, Scooter, oh no, didn't make it to bed. Good, 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 good. Yeah, that's a nice feeling when you wake up the next morning. That first five seconds where you're like, don't know where I am. Okay, bed. Yeah, there we go. We made her. That's what you're looking for. But yeah, man, it was a, uh, that was a fun time. That was so much fun to be had. Everybody who came out. You guys, you're the menchiest menches who ever menched. For sure. I always feel pretty lucky, man. I always feel really fortunate that we got like a good group of people that come out and do all this stuff and are involved and hang and want to come be involved with it and are supportive. You know, my brother-in-law, Justin, and my sister were there. So, um, everybody was great. It was awesome. Hey, Mel, say hi. Good morning to you. Um, it was nice that Andrew's grandmother had shown up because, boy, that was fun to play off her, man. What a, I mean, that dude didn't hold back either. I mean, you know, Talking about weed and getting arrested and his cock size. And grandma just took it all in, man. Grandma took every single last joke and laughed hysterically. It was great. It was great. It was fun because like uh, when you bounce off of, when you bounce off that stuff, it really does, um, it really does kind of bring the entire crowd together because everyone's got a grandmother or somebody in their life were like, hey, man, you got to button it up quite a bit. And it'd be nice to be able to throw down every once in a while. And uh, like I was talk- like, my grandmother was great, but she wasn't cool. Like my- I didn't have cool grandma. I had like, you know, fucking snippy grandma, you know. Remember, she had to like stand up for me at my confirmation. And uh, she walked into the church and went, how long is this going to take? <laughs> I was like, you are a member of the congregation here. You know, I don't know. Maybe just sort of lean into it, Grandma. That's a true story about her catching me listening to Tupac and then screaming at me. Do you think your grandfather would listen to this music? And I went, no, Grandpa's a Biggie Smalls guy. Walked away from it. There was also the time that my cousin said blowjob in front of my grandmother. And I went, hey, what are you doing? You can't say blowjob in front of Grandma. 
then my grandma went, you don't think I know what a blowjob is? I was like, I want to burn my ears with bleach. Oh, I need a bleach bath. Oh, I'd rather take an arrow to the heart than have to listen to you say that ever again. Sweetest woman on the planet talking about a dude getting a Hummer in a Target parking lot. Ugh, the worst, man. The worst. But no, it was a fun time. Everybody enjoyed it. I'm glad everybody came out. And hopefully uh, we'll have another show like that down the road. couple things. Uh, Thanksgiving weekend, I'll be featuring over at Gutty's Comedy Club again. The Clean Comedy Club here in town. Um, and then uh, I think there's going to be a couple other shows kind of coming up that are just like, uh, I think a Friday, Saturday gig. But uh, we'll get you guys more information on that. For sure. I uh, sat around, watched that Packers game last night. Hot ah, damn, was that a fun game to watch? Got a little got a little squirrely there towards the end. Like, what is happening here? Is this team going to pull it off? Or are we fucked? What's going on here? And uh, yeah, it uh, turned out to be all right, you know? Uh, my buddy Dan comes over. I wanted to talk about this for a second. My buddy Dan has a... Uh, there's a bout of sobriety going right now, and I think he's sitting around like the seven-month mark, eight-month mark. And that dude, he did it the way most people will do it, which uh, well, actually, let me, ref- yeah, I, well, let me rephrase that. Um, he's doing it the way we all wish we could do it. And Dan is right now going through sobriety. And not because, like, Dan went out with the kids in the car and smashed a truck into a tree or sideswiped a minivan. Dan just like one day woke up and was like, I think it's time for us to stop drinking. And his wife's like, I agree. We should probably not do this. You know, we're parents. We should probably toe the line a little bit. And uh, him and his wife just like done. And Dan comes over and he watches the football games. He watches the Packers games with us. And he brings his own Coca-Cola and he sits down with a bubbly. And that's as far as it goes. And I'm always just a thousand percent amazed because Usually what happens when people want to stop drinking is they do the move where they go, that's it, I'm done drinking. On Monday, I mean the Super Bowl's this weekend, so I'm going to have a couple of pops there. But then that's it. Then I'm done drinking. And then Valentine's Day rolls around and they got nobody to be with and they kind of feel sorry for themselves. And they're like, nah, fuck it. They maybe did pretty good for about nine days, but then they're right back to where it was. And everybody wants that cold turkey, man. Everybody wants that cold turkey. And just fine, just like bell curving into sobriety is almost next to near impossible. Because you're like, I'm just going to slow down. I'm going to start slowing down a little bit. That shit will come back and bite you, man. It will. Every once in a while, your foot will fall off the brake pedal. So you're best doing it either 28 days in rehab or... You just uh, just go ahead and call it a day and just be done, completely done. And and I'm I'm so amazed by it. I know there's a couple people that listen to the podcast and a couple people that hop onto the Instagram live that are also that also have a lineage of sobriety under their belt. And man, and not because like I'm like a guy who's in denial about drinking because I've definitely abused alcohol. For sure. And there's been times, obviously, you, you make piss poor decisions when you're on it. But I don't know, the, the sober guy and gal, like there's a, um, there's a, um, uh, I don't know, like there's a, a, a hoisting of the flag you should do for these people. Because it is so goddamn hard. Everybody's gone through that. They've woken up on a morning and been like, that's it. I'm never drinking again. 
I called my ex-boyfriend. I was standing outside of his goddamn apartment. I got into a fight with an officer and then kicked in the window of an Arby's. I'm never drinking again. Fucking five o'clock that afternoon. You're pounding down wine. Like, I'm telling you, man, it's tough. It's difficult. So I always, I was thinking about Dan yesterday and just going, dude, I commend him. I commend the fact that you can show up every single week, hang out with a bunch of people. I mean, we went ice fishing with the guy for three days and he never touched a drop. Remember, there's only three other guys in the ice house with you for three and a half, four days. Never had a beer the entire time. And I'm like, dude, that is willpower. That is willpower. I know people who can't stop themselves from going to the commissary for free cake two times in a row at work. But to be in a nice house for four days and not drink a beer when you have nothing else going on, you don't have to be up to like take the kids places. You don't have to, you know, you're not worrying about the wife and none of that. All you got to do is just sit and fish and drink. And yet you choose not to man, the willpower to be able to do that. So I don't know. I just wanted to say, I commend you guys. Uh, my adoration for the people that can stay sober, that can pull it off, especially cold Turkey, man. Like that is that's a tough racket. I don't know. I mean, when you have something that you have to be sober for, you know, that type of stuff I get. Like, I, I got to go on the kids, um, you know, field trip for three days up to Wolf Ridge in northern Minnesota, and then they're doing two days in Grand Marais. I get that, man. You know, that type of stuff you can pull off, no problem. But if somebody were to be like, hey, we're going duck hunting this weekend, but you can't bring beer, I'd be like, well, have fun. I'm staying home. There's no way. Do that stuff without booze? Come on. That is silliness. Camping? That's why you camp. You go out to the woods and drink beer. You sleep in a tent. That's why you do it. You don't do it for the love of the camp. You don't do it because you want to be one with nature. No, you want to ease your mind. Jesus. Lynn, have a great Monday, everyone. Got to go draw some blood. Well, you have fun drawing that blood. While you're at it, why don't you draw Snoopy and a Charlie Brown and maybe a, uh, why don't you draw some dogs playing poker? That'd be fun, too. Oh, you actually have to, oh, take blood. Oh, I see what you mean. Not actually drawing, drawing blood. Right on. Uh, speaking of sports, I was complaining yesterday about those goddamn Houston Astros. Ah, bunch of goddamn cheaters. Bunch of goddamn cheaters. That's all them sons of bitches do is win. Even though they're cheaters. So Braves Dodgers coming up this Saturday night. Uh, Excuse me, not this Saturday. Tomorrow night's the first night. They won game six of the NLCS to go. uh, The Braves, actually. Let me rephrase that. Beat the Dodgers. Ugh. See, I don't even care about it. I don't care. NLCS, fuck it. I don't care. I mean, I do kind of like, I take the Braves. The tomahawk chop thing, though. What's up with the, uh, what's up with everybody still like going tomahawk chop style with uh, Atlanta? I did not realize that this was something that you could still do and not get canceled. Dana, about to board a flight to Denver. Have a great week, y'all. God damn, I love Denver. You have fun out there. My brother-in-law and I were watching uh, that Braves game the other day and they're doing the tomahawk chop. I was like, I I thought we, didn't we not can this? This, this Is this gone? No. I did try, uh. Try throwing out that joke about um, if you are going to be named after a if you're going to be named at, if you're going to name your team after an American Indian heritage or you're going to use that moniker you know if you're going to use the Indians the Warriors 
the, the Blackhawks, the Chiefs, the Braves, whatever it is. If you're going to use it, fine, you can use it. But just remember, if you make it all the way to like the World Series and you lose, you then have to give up your stadium to the team that beat you. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Feel free to use it, but you got to give up your land afterwards. Because that's bullshit that you don't get to be canceled. You can use that moniker the entire time. I don't know if the Chiefs will ever change. The Redskins? Yeah, I can see us changing the Redskins. That was uh, that was pretty good. I don't know more how more openly <laughs> you can actually name a team without, you know. Uh, for years, though, they let it slide. And I'm just, it always boggled me. I like the logo, though. Great logo. Just, you know. But some of that stuff, I always I always look back on and I'm like, do we really need to give a shit about most of this stuff? Should we really care? We shouldn't care. We, should we really give a shit if somebody wants to name their team the Blackhawks or the Warriors? If anything, like it is a it's a way of saying I respect these people for who they are and how hard they work. Not. I, I, I don't know. I, I guess maybe I look at it. I'm like, OK, the Cleveland Indians, the the chief Wahoo with the red skin and the feather in the cap. I'm like, all right, change that. I get all that. Change all that. Fine, change it. But to look back on some of these teams and stuff and just go, dude, I I don't know. If you were to ask, I I guarantee like 95% of the people you ask, like our cabin's right next to an Indian reservation. And I bet if I were to go take a walk and chat with some of these lovely people, I would go, so what are you guys' thoughts on the Atlanta Braves name? They'd go, I don't give a fuck, whatever, dude. Are they playing here? Are they bringing in tax dollars? Are they stopping by our stores and gas stations? If not, then who gives a fuck? And I'd be like, absolutely. I 1,000% agree with you. I don't like it. I don't like it. Not a big fan. Uh, Also, uh, this weekend, I noticed that there's a lot of people that are going out already for the Halloween, uh, for Halloween parties and shit. No, no. We're we're not, dude. uh, We're not using the... uh, we're not using the goddamn uh, the, the weekend before Halloween to party it up. Hang on, let's backtrack just a moment. I want to read some uh, text here. Gracie, my high school had to change their name from the Indians to the Sabres. See? I, I the Grand Rapids Indians, where I'm from, northern Minnesota, they did the same thing. They changed it from the Indians to like the Thunderhawks or something like that. Which actually, Thunderhawks, pretty fucking cool name. <laughs> it's not bad. Thunderhawks ain't bad. But I, I don't know, man. I just, I feel like it's just, uh, the tomahawk chop thing, we can get rid of that. Oh, you can get rid of all that stuff. We don't need it. Fine. I get it. I totally get it. But the name of the team, especially when it's meant to be, you know, used in a way to prove that this was a group of people that were tough as goddamn nails, then I have no problem with it. Absolutely no problem with it. So... I don't know. What are we talking about? Oh, yeah, Halloween. What's up with everybody going out a weekend before dressed up on Halloween? That's bullshit. Knock that off. You get, listen, you get two days, depending on when that falls, all right? You get, uh, so say Halloween is on a Wednesday. You get Saturday, the Saturday before to dress up on Halloween. That's it. Then you get also Wednesday night. But that's it. None of this bullshit. All you people going out on two weekends before Halloween dressed up just to get completely shit-faced. Listen, if you're spending like 60 bucks on a a costume, wear it to a costume party in the middle of February. You're not wearing that. I don't like it. I don't like the fact that you can wear that shit two weekends in a row. You get one. One weekend is all you get. Enough with the Halloween. It It proves that your life revolves around partying. 
I don't like it. Stop it. Saw everybody dressed up and out. It's our big Halloween party. Nine days before Halloween? Well, what is this? That's enough. It's ridiculous. I don't like it. You get to wear your costume the Saturday before Halloween and then the day of Halloween. So, I'll, you know what? Just be, And if it lands on a Sunday like it does this year, I'll even give you Friday. But if Halloween's on a Tuesday, dude, you get Saturday. That's it. To Thursday, you get Saturday. That's it. And Thursday, the day of. But none of this bullshit. You guys all going out, getting dressed up like sexy Tiger Woods or a sexy Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. Put that shit away. If anything, I applaud the gals who slut it up all year. The gals who go out and, like, you know, they, they, wear the, uh, they wear the short skirts. With, they don't wait around. Listen, that inner, <laughs> that inner hooker is trying to get out. And if you're only letting it out once a year, that's garbage. That's garbage. I don't like it. I don't, I don't want to. No, no. No dice. No way. The guy who gets dressed up like a baby and all he wears is a diaper because he's got a rippling six-pack. You get one night, dude. One night. That's it. You're not coming back. Get the fuck out. I don't like it. All you guys walking around, you know, they got on the super tight. Maybe they wear like that green man thing. And it's just to be able to show off the girth of their, their package. Like, listen, no way. Not two weekends. You get one. You get the Saturday before and the day of. That's it. And you gals too. Listen, if you all want to go out there and like be sexy SpongeBob, you should do that shit in the middle of July, in the middle of June. None of this garbage on, on just Halloween. If that's the only reason why, if you're only doing it because of Halloween, obviously it's in you that you want to do it all the time. I respect the gals that go out and wear those thigh highs on a Thursday night downtown Minneapolis, third week of January, super balls cold out, not wearing a jacket because they're going to the club. I respect those girls way more than I respect the gals who wear that stuff only on Halloween. It's garbage. You're a Bush League. Get out of here. No pun intended on the Bush League. But seriously, hit the bricks. I want the gals that are committed to the slutty outfits. Committed. I don't want slutty Alex P. Keaton just on Halloween. Listen, if you're going to do this, it's year round. All right? Year round. Bullshit. Wearing all this stuff. People posting pictures. I'm like, listen, you're a raging alcoholic if you had to go out two weeks before Halloween dressed up and this whole thing. Just completely shit-faced. People just like falling off poles and stuff. It's garbage. Don't like it. Good morning, Shelly. Thank you so much for joining the podcast. Uh, I think feel like that's a pretty good rant to go out on today because uh, I actually got a goddamn pile of work I'm trying to get done. And I, dude, it was like one of those working all weekend type situation. So unfortunately, I'm going to have to bolt, but uh, you guys take care. Have a great day. Find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher every day at 9.45 a.m. It goes live on Instagram at Rudy underscore Povich. Thank you guys once again. Really do appreciate it every time we take a long walk to Cleveland. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. 
Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.